Welcome to Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak, where we explore the tools and tactics that drive improvement. If you're hungry for more and better, if you want to move past hype and discuss how, you're in the right place. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine. Dr. Oliver Sacks, who was a British neurologist, said, In 40 years of medical practice, I have found only two types of non-pharmaceutical therapy to be vitally important for patients with chronic neurological diseases, music and gardens. Well, in my 40-some years of living, I have found both of these to be vitally important for my own health. And uh, as of now, I do not have a diagnosed chronic neurological disease. I think he's right. And I think Dr. Sachs is not just right for those who are struggling with, with named diseases, but I think he's right for what it means to be alive and a human. I also think this means, this, he's right when it talks about what it means to be highly productive to be a professional, to be an excellent leader and creator and even a parent. These are not bonus. These are core. And I will tell you, I learned some of this the hard way because uh, let me just super simplify some of my life. I, I was a very intensely active, highly productive kid. I mean, I, I was a child performer. I was on NBC while I was in high school. I got to do national tours, recorded albums, spoke, you know, 50,000 folks in live audiences. I mean, huge stuff. And I, I did that on top of going to school, playing sports, uh, pursuing arts, training, hanging out with friends. I mean, I, I was a very, very full go, 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 go. And I had a moment in my 20s where I was like, you know what? Um, why am I doing all this? Like burn it, forget it all. And like, I'm just going to play video games and enjoy myself. And I kind of pulled back for a bit and just did music and garden, so to speak, for the sheer fun of it, but no productivity. And I found that to also be empty and kind of had this whole story. This is, I'm trying to give you the very short version here. Kind of rediscovered, hey, I, I think there's meaning and purpose and value and work done that makes the world a better place. And that's along this time is when I got into my passion and discovered the value of building great organizations and helping leaders become legends, right? This is, this is what I do with my life now. And I love it. But in the discovery of that purpose, right? This whole journey. And I'm like, now this is what I'm supposed to be about. I then narrowed my life down in an effort to have the most satisfying life and make the biggest difference and be strategic. I'm a very strategic thinker, right? I decided I'm not going to do a lot of these, these trivial, distracting, non-strategic activities because I'm going to pursue the stuff that really matters, my life purpose. Well, I was successful in building my life purpose. I mean, I've had any really remarkable, incredible run, and I'm super grateful that uh, some of that's hard work and, you know, skills, and a lot of that is people being gracious and God opening doors, and, and that that's all come together and just exceeded my expectations. So I'm grateful, delighted, and can't wait to see what comes next. But I have to tell you where I'm at now. And uh, as I record this, it's 2023, and I have been through a journey where last year, kind of a couple of years ago, I guess, I'm think, trying to think exactly when it happened, but there was a slow emergence of realizing that I had 
stuffed some of my passions and delights in uh, in a closet and said, you know, when I'm super successful, someday when I semi-retire, I don't ever want to truly retire. I love what I do. And I, I think if you just quit and retire, not only is that boring, I think it's bad for us. We, we need something to keep us engaged. Um, but I was like, yeah, I'll slow down and then I'll get back to some of this fun stuff I want to do. But this fun stuff that's not productive and doesn't work on my purpose, doesn't help me reach my goals. I ain't got time for that right now. I I found my life was suffering inside. I was just slowly getting tired and worn out. And I remember having this vivid moment again, two-ish years ago, something like that, where I was like, I, I by the way, I did not tell my team this at the time because I did not want to freak them out. So if my when my team's listening to this, um, bear with me for a couple minutes. Don't freak out. But I mean, I, I'm running a company. I'm, I'm kind of a very visible part of that deal. My books and speaking are one of our big marketing engines, all that, blah, blah. And honestly, I came to this moment where I was like, you know what? I don't really love this work anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. Who am I, what was I thinking? Maybe I was totally wrong. Maybe I need to make total changes again. And I've had huge career shifts. Like, I guess maybe it's one of those moments. I don't know. I, I just don't find life and joy and satisfaction in the stuff like I used to. And there was no one moment. It was nothing particularly wrong. And all the client stuff was great. Each moment was fine and good and even exciting. And over the macro... What has happened to my motivation? So I cleared my calendar for a week and said, I just, I need to think. I need to go for long runs and journal and pray and and process. Um, and I had two huge discoveries come out of this deal. Uh, by the way, the first one was that a big part of what was going on for me was I was exhausted, physically exhausted, as in like not sleeping enough. So like the first two, three mornings, I remember being like, I'm just sleeping in. I mean, normally get up, grind, go, go, got goals, meetings. I had no meetings, no schedule, no nothing. It was staycation. Family was, kids were still going to do their activities and all this stuff. And like, I was just at home doing nothing for a week to catch my breath and think about the big questions. And I said, I want to sleep in. And I slept till almost noon, like two days in a row. And the next day I slept till like nine or 10. And was like, oh, it's like, oh man. And I have to tell you by that third day, I suddenly had a ton of energy. I was like, oh. Oh my gosh, I want to do a lot of stuff. I got ideas. I got dreams. Maybe it isn't that I didn't love my work. Maybe it's that I was just tired, like physically tired. And I realized I had not been taking care of sleep enough. I've been pushing it, getting enough, like enough in the air quotes here. You can't see this, but air quotes enough, right? Like versus truly enough, like that I felt rested. And the, the huge impact of that But here's the second big discovery. This one's not about sleep. That's a whole other podcast. It was also that that some of what I did with my spare time was explore some of the things I have loved to do that I had careers doing, but thought, okay, it's not not aligned with my purpose anymore. So I'm just not going to do any of that. Music's a good example. Dr. Sachs, music and gardens, right? These are the two non-pharmaceutical therapies that are vitally important. I love music. I used to be a singer, performer, recorded albums. I recorded two albums with groups by the time I graduated high school. Um, yeah, I did another album in college and I wrote music. I performed music. I've got a, I've got a music degree. My bachelor's is musical theater performance. It's actually in music. It's a fine arts. It's not a bachelor of arts. It's a bachelor of music kind of a big deal for me, except I don't know how music fits into my corporate strategy, leader development, you know, brand building work that I do. I mean, 
we've had people kind of half joke or brainstorm like, oh, you need you, you write songs for clients and you could sing in your presentations. And honestly, just to, to date, I haven't figured out how to do it without it being weird and cheesy. Um, you know, occasionally I'll sing a little ditty like as a goof off at events, but yeah, there's no real room for writing music in my career, especially when I would rather, I, I do love writing business books. I love it as much as I liked writing music, but I still did love music. So what do I do with that? I literally put my guitar in storage and my kids all take piano lessons to do it. I hadn't sat down for years and even played one song on the piano. It's not what I'm doing anymore. Writing, the last time I wrote a song, gosh, it's been 20 years since the time of this recording. And so one of the things I started doing a couple years ago is giving myself permission to play and sing. And one of the things I'm doing this year is I have time blocked out of a chunk this summer where I'm going to write some music again. And I can't wait. I went a long time without music. And some of what happened was my soul shriveled up a little bit. That part of my life that that watered me, that gave me life. I just didn't create room for it because I didn't see how it strategically fit. Gardens, right? So I, I am not a gardener. Um, I I have no training skill. And if I'm going to be honest, probably because I have no training and skill and experience, I really get no particular satisfaction from it. I mean, I did the the school projects where we grew, you know, a potato or planted it or grew onions and it's fine. But um, I know some people love gardening in particular. I will tell you that I have a little bit more intense. If you've been listening for a while, you might not be surprised to know that I would say the, the thing about gardens is getting outdoors, getting in nature, experiencing physically the world around, moving and interacting with the, the, the natural world and, you know, plants and water and animals. That, oh, I love. I love playing with animals, horse riding and pets and uh, various you know, swimming with, uh, I swam with some, did some deep sea diving last week on our vacation in the Caribbean, swam in the sea and uh, sea turtles right now, beautiful moment where I went down next to the sea turtle. I didn't touch it, but I went, they didn't care that sea turtles are so used to folks in this particular bay. We went to a bay for him. And as he, like he was about, oh, water's probably about 12, 15 feet deep. And so I'm snorkeling. I, I hold my breath. I dive down. He comes up. I'm just like swimming alongside him as he breathes and comes, he pops his head up for breath. I do. And he goes down and I do. And we swam together for probably a minute. You know, I'm a foot, three feet away from him. It was amazing. Yeah, listen, I want to be much more physically active. I love to ride mountain bikes and climb uh, rock faces. And I love to ride whitewater or ski down a mountain, run. I just love running on trails out in the woods. I mean, yeah, so again, maybe I'm a little more physically uh, aggressive than uh, sitting in gardening, but it could just also be I don't know much about gardening. And so I, I don't know the values of great gardening. Whatever it is, I think there's something about getting out and moving the body around and getting in nature. And so not only do I do more of that in my exercise, where I go, I try to run in the morning with this a whole sidebar, but there's huge value of getting outside and getting real sunlight on your eyes. There's neurological stuff that happens. You do that in the morning. I do an outside run as even... I've got, I bought, ended up buying like cold weather gear, rain gear, just even getting out in a storm or in the cold weather is more valuable than staying inside in a nice air conditioned little gym space. Uh, from the light to the, the moving around in space, there's something about getting your body in nature and moving around. 
that is really, really valuable. But I will tell you, I even went further than that. I started doing men's retreats to do the epic stuff I wanted to do. Learning, exercise, adventure, exploring the world. And so now I lead elite retreats at least a couple times a year, two to three times a year, depending on my schedule and the interest. And we go to crazy places like Israel and Cartagena, Colombia, and um, got a trip planned for Iceland at the end of this year. And you know, skiing and scuba diving and kite surfing. And it's been amazing. Okay. Now, partly I am at a place where I have a a reputation and the space of staff to help me put all this together. I can pull off retreats like that, but I will sell it, you know, strategically, does that fit with what I'm supposed to do? I'm not really, you know, I don't need to lead epic retreats around the world in order to be a successful business consultant, strategy, author, speaker, right? On the other hand, this is what I'm learning. I think I actually do. The the shallow short-term thinking is that this is not on plan. I shouldn't do it. But here is the deeper truth that I am now learning to live. And layer by layer, I'm getting better at it. The last couple of years, really finally giving myself permission. I am more alive when I do these things that, that speak to my soul, that make me a better human. And I think I show up then in all the other areas of my life in a much more powerful way when I make space. Now, your version of this might not mean hella skiing trips in British Columbia, Canadian mountains, right? Um, that that's, that's me. I mean, even in my own family, we've talked about this. And some of the members of my own family, my wife's like, heck no, uh, that doesn't even sound fun. That sounds awful. That sounds like it would make my life exhausted and stressful and I wouldn't enjoy it. And it's just not worth it. Um, there are other things, though, that she would put getting out and moving around the world. She loves the beach and the sea turtle moment was a beautiful one for her. And so... She does like getting around the world. She just doesn't want to be quite as uh, risky as I like to be. But but yeah, so your version doesn't have to be my version. Music might not be quite the same deal for you as it is for me, given my, my unique wiring and background and all this stuff. Music probably has a disproportionate weight in my life than it would for, for someone else randomly picked from a crowd. But it doesn't mean there's not space for something artistic. Maybe there's dance or art or uh, great novels, um, poetry. I mean, I'd say something artistic. And then I would say all of us, whether you want to be an athlete that is aggressive and goes as fast as you can, me, or you want to be more like my wife who wants to move. She actually does get into gardening. She's growing some really cool hibiscus plant that we've got here now that is actually going three colors of flowers on the same plant. And it's kind of crazy. That's apparently really unique. That's what I'm told. I'm not the gardener here, um, but they're having a blast with it. My wife and a couple of my daughters are working on that and growing some flower beds in the back and building you know, roses and trees. And I mean, gardening, maybe it's actual gardening for you. Something simple you can do in your own backyard. Um, maybe it's it's moving to cool places. Maybe it's taking long hikes. I've got a couple of family members that do a regular monthly national park hike and they drive to different state parks and national parks and hike. And that's their, and they just get out and move around. I think get in nature and see your universals. And I might add a couple other things. Like I, I play, let's see, give you some stuff that's non-standard just because in case you're not standard either, right? Uh, not, okay, who's normal air quotes. I love strategy games. I love, they light me up. And that there's some related stuff, like my work strategy works, so strategy games kind of make sense, I guess. But but you know, how do you make space for that? Well, 
I've got a group of guys that we've been cultivating time together and it's this multiple thing. We build great relationships. We pour into each other's lives. We pray for each other. We laugh. Um, these are the guys we've talked We're going to be, you know, in our nineties, uh, playing games together, telling stories, being there for each other. We, we plan to live our lives together. And one of the, the core things we do together is we play games. So about four to five times a year, we get together at somebody's house on a Saturday evening. We bring a bunch of our board games and we stay up till midnight, 1am playing three, four games and play long, complicated strategy games. The kind of games it's hard for us to find random people to play. You got to get the other, you know, gaming nerds. Um, and we go to town and laugh and tell stories and I, I'll miss one or two a year. So I only make three or so a year. Um, but man, it's life-giving. Does it fit in my strategic plan to invest in strategy board game time? No, but you know what does fit my strategic plan? Being fully alive. Are you fully alive? What are the things in your life that just feed your soul? That if you really did have all the time and all the space and you weren't worried about like squeeze, what if you, what would you actually want to do? And can you find some small way this year, in the next six months, for you to do a, uh, do a little of that? I'm, I'm not going to write music the way I used to write music. I don't have time to do the full version, but I can dabble. I can have a little fun with it. I don't have to, I don't have to record it. I don't have to promote it. I don't have to put it on iTunes and make it. But I can have some fun writing. I don't, I don't have to commit to massive. I, there was a time in my life I played board games weekly, literally had a group, got together weekly. I'm not able to do that anymore and meet all the other goals I need to do. But you know what? Three to four times a year, I could totally do that. You've got three to four times a year. You can make that happen. What would being fully alive look like for you? And can I just tell you, I'm a better consultant because I do hella skiing and play strategy games. I'm a better father and a better husband because I have music in my life and because I go out in the woods and run around. Yeah, there's balance, right? I mean, if, I, if I'm telling my kids I can't hang out with you because I need to go out and get my outside time, well, then, yeah, that's being, that's being a bad father. But I can bring my kids with me or I can get up a little early and do it or I can do it once in a while. I mean, once a week do this, guys. It doesn't have to be every day all the time. There are ways for you to do the things that make you who you really are, fully alive, feed your soul, light you up. Again, we'll end where we started. Dr. Sachs, Dr. Oliver Sachs, said in 40 years of medical practice, I have found only two times of non-pharmaceutical therapy to be vitally important for patients with chronic neurological diseases, music and gardens. In my 40 years of living plus, and then some, right? I have found that music and gardens, music and nature, art, nature, friends, games, fun, creativity, these things... And I am learning what that means. I am still trying to figure out how to live that out. For example, one of the things I'm still not sure where to fit in my plan. I, I love fantasy novels and fantasy worlds. And, and I have been building an epic series of fantasy novels, world building, multiple magic systems, continents, histories, layers, cultures, technologies. Um, and I've got novel outlines and plots and surprises and secrets that are revealed and then secrets on the secrets. And I, I don't know where... I should put the time in to keep working on that. I don't know how to write that. But you know what? I'm, I'm just layer by layer. I'm going to say, okay, I can add this piece in. We'll fiddle that. I might pull back on this one to do a little more of that next year. 
but there's some small slice of my life that I get to just play and be alive. And that small slice makes the rest of my life better. What would that look like for you? What are your music and gardens? I hope you enjoyed this episode of Upgrade Engines with Scott Wozniak. If you want to hear more of my thoughts on life and leadership, you might want to sign up for my weekly newsletter at www.scottwozniak.com slash upgrade. That's S-C-O-T-T-W-O-Z-N-I-A-K dot com slash upgrade. You'll get a cool quote, a deep thought, and a recommendation for something that I use and love. It's not long and it should be fun. The theme is similar to this podcast, but it's not the same content. And if you're a leader who wants to build a legendary brand, you can check out my company's website to learn how we can help at www.swazconsulting.com. That's S-W-O-Z consulting.com. Change really is possible. Dreams can come true. It may take a while, but you can upgrade anything if you build the right engine.